millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast. I'm John Norman, uh, bringing you the third one day international match highlights which broadcast uh, on TalkSport 2 uh, between South Africa and England. Uh, England had already lost the series 2-0 although they had performed well and uh, the uh, team moved to Kimberley for the third game in this series. Uh, England again brought back the likes of Joff Archer into the fold uh, and South Africa were forced to make uh, one change with Reza Hendricks coming in for Quinta de Kock at the top of the order. A couple of uh, bowling changes as well. It was uh, another fantastic game of cricket. So let's hear how it uh, went out broadcast uh, on national radio on TalkSport 2. Right. Alahud in Pelika is happy and gives the instruction. Nelson's got two slips in place. A point, extra cover, mid-off, mid-on and mid-wicket. Those all stations inside the circle. And Janssen is on his way in left arm over and immediately shaping it back into Jason Roy. Turns it down to long leg for a single. Ngidi is in. Jason Roy driving with no timing on the up. It stopped on him and he's punched it straight to Pavuma at mid-off and he's out caught. England two for one. 11 balls into the innings and Jason Roy is walking off head back shuntering to himself. He's gone for a single. He can't believe it. It was a ball that he's tried to drive and he's hit on the up with no timing and Bavuma barely has oh, to move. Wow. Jude. Yeah, listen, he'll be disappointed with that. As you said, just his trigger was just to move down the wicket a little bit, going searching for the ball. As you said, this wicket is a little bit, well, I wouldn't say two paces, sticking in the wicket a little bit. His hands out in front of him and it was just an easy catch for the skipper there, Bavuma. I mean, listen, you know, the way Jason Roy plays, that's that's what's going to happen. You know, first game, you know, that sort of thing. Most probably he's going over the top of mid-off. And it's a couple of bounces for four. Or sometimes it can go for six. But on this occasion, an easy catch. And he'll be disappointed with that as he was walking off. You can hear himself cursing. 
such bad luck. But sometimes you just got to give yourself a little bit of time because you can make it up. And he sure can if he gives himself that time at the crease. Start of a new over. First ball is nicked by Ben Duckett off Ngidi. And Duckett has got a five-ball duck. Ngidi's taken one for one. And England are five for two after three overs and one ball. Yeah, listen, he'll be disappointed with that. Same way he got out, I think, was it in the first the first ODI? Sort of just wafting that one one thing with Nagidi. When he bowls, he may go for a few, but he takes wickets. And that's a nothing shot, really. No feet, just trying to run it down that sort of one-day shot with, with extra bounce. And it's an easy catch for Clarsen. And uh, as you say, he'll be disappointed way to end the tour. Only facing five balls. He has to depart for zero. England five for two. And Geedy comes in to bowl to Milan once again. Wide of the crease. Under edge through to Klassen. And Brooke has gone. Three down for England. We're halfway through the sixth over. England 14 for three. And Harry Brooke, who's been the class option for England in this series so far, gets an under edge. He's caught behind. And well, there's a big hole in Kimberley. There's a big hole in England's batting lineup at the moment. 14 for three. Well, I would say that, you know, and Harmy mentioned it when, with the first two wickets that weren't great. That third one had whip, but it didn't come on as he expected. Harry Brook, and he got inside edge through to Clarkson, the keeper, and he has to depart for six off nine balls face. England struggling, 14 for three. Janssen in, and that's short and wide and right on cue. Joss Butler has banged that through point off the back foot. That's a really good shot. To be able to keep the mind clear enough when uh, things are difficult to then be able to jump on a, a bad ball when it comes is, uh, is a sign of a player who's in good touch. Uh, touch fuller, and that is absolutely smoked by Joss Butler. First maximum of the day. That goes to six. The score 56 to three now. Yeah, that's a class shot. That's what he was looking for. He was looking for a little bit of length. He was able to get up and underneath it. He's absolutely world-class in his format of the game. No one better for me than Joss. And he's been in fantastic form in this mini-series so far. This is misdirected by Magala and picked off for a rare and much-needed boundary for England. Helped to find by Butler, who moves to 21. And England moved to 47 for three. Around the wicket to Markram, and Joss Butler has hammered it back past him, and it's away for four. Markram staying around the wicket to the right-handed Butler, and Butler just emptied the front leg out of the way, and it is pinged back past Markram, and it's away for a boundary four. That one clean as a whistle. Yeah, he's just looking for it to be in his half. You don't really want to be doing that with Joss. Left arm. It's short. Milan hammers it and he's dropped at mid-wicket. Not an easy one. The fielder was having to go up above his head, but got two hands on it. It is uh, Reza Hendricks, who is the man who is stationed there. It was going quickly. And they've got... He actually hit it so hard, Milan, they've been able to run too. Magala is going to start a new over, and again, he's drifting onto Butler's pads. Oh, Butler's timed that so well. I thought he was clipping it out to Razi van der Dussen, who was sweeping on the mid-wicket boundary. But it's actually about 10 metres in front of him, and he can't get round. And that's a lovely shot. It's four runs, and Butler goes to 45 not out. Champsy. 
It falls. It's short enough for Butler to turn it around the corner. They'll take the single to uh, short fine leg, make it comfortably. And Joss Butler makes another half century from 64. Deliveries, four fours and one six. England, 97 for three. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Full ball-by-ball commentary of the third ODI, live and exclusively from Kimberley. Only on TalkSport 2. The Shamsi is in, and that's what... Oh, my goodness. Joss Butler, wide of the off stump, spinning back into the arc of the bat, and he has deposited that about 40 yards out of the ground. Magnificent strike. Well, as one is putting a lot of effort in for some little reward, Butler is just doing what Butler does, timing it absolutely beautifully. Bit of air from Shamsi. Unfortunately for him, this bit of spin that he's getting just takes us straight into Butler's arc. Jamsy in, shuffles in, pitches outside, legs up. Oh, should have been taken. Should have been taken. Again, Milan was trying to knock that ball. It was leg side delivery. He's trying to hit it towards mid on. The ball just holds on him. It comes off the outside edge, leading edge, and Samji was diving away to his right. He's not the best mover in the South African side, it has to be said. 
to Raya Shamsi and somebody a little more sprightly would have pouched that diving away to his right because he didn't go that quickly and uh, Milan lives to fight or scratch or scrap another day once more 30 overs gone 129 for three Milan goes big on the leg side he, he sweeps Parnell oh that's magnificent it didn't look as though he got all of it at the beginning but Milan has decided enough's enough I can't scratch around anymore he literally got down on his back knee and swept Parnell over deep backwards square it went a long long way back the England supporters are on their feet applauding what has been a gutsy effort from Milan and he goes past 50 his fourth in 15 one day internationals and perhaps that might unlock a little bit of timing a little bit of freedom in the arms of David Milan and uh, right on cue Milan tries to cut it through the offside inside edges it past the wicketkeeper and passes leg stump for four it's gone for four but nowhere near where David Milan intended it to go. Well, how's that one to come? That is vintage. That's David Milan. Little bit of width, just a hair of width from Parnell. And, and for the first time in a long time, Milan allowed that ball to come alongside his body before dropping the bat on it. And he creamed it to the right hand of a uh, point for four. Lovely. As uh, Shamsi's in, and that one is uh, in the slot from Milan, who decides he's going to go downtown, and he goes big. Don't think it came right out of the middle of the bat, but the short straight boundaries here mean you don't have to catch it perfectly. Nevertheless, that's gone a long way. And again, a tiny little, tiny hint of a smile crosses the lips of Dawid Milan as he finds uh, a maximum for the second time in the space of a couple of overs. Any time the South African spinners, Markram with his off spin and Shamsi, have just tried to go above the eye line, the England batters have absolutely pounced on it. And as you said, no... No pitch now in world cricket sort of is long enough for these young lads now. And he got a good portion of that. And he'll be happy. Marches on to 65 off 85, Butch. Oh, he's got a full swing of that. Oh, Lord. Joss Butler. Anything you can do, Darren Milan, I can do better. Shamsi pitches outside off stump as if to illustrate the point that we're making. Gets it on the right side of the stumps, traditionally, but pays for it by getting donged all the way out of the park for six. Janssen again, and David Milan has met that and has uh, picked it up and smashed it over mid-wicket for six. But he's finding his straps now as Milan. Conditions have eased. England are into their work. And from the perils, really, of 14 for three, they've moved on to 170 for three. Yeah, he got into position extremely well there. We know how well he plays the short ball. If everyone can remember when he got at 100 against Australia at Perth and he dispatched Janssen well in front of square means that he saw the ball extremely early and deposited it over deep mid-wicket short again from Janssen and rocks back on the pull does Milan once again this goes backward as square on the leg side and another four he goes past Butler and England now 174 for three and they're motoring yeah, he's timing it now partnership moves on to 160 and this is a very good partnership it's about giving yourself time as you say, the modern player now wants to keep going, but sometimes you have to assess the situation, uh, the conditions. And these two England players have played a lot of cricket, and they've done that. And he's jumped all over Janssen there, and he's gone back-to-back. -back. What have you got, Janssen? All the way into the spectators, and there might be a hunt on for another missing cricket ball. Joss Butler goes square of the wicket. He moves to 85, 35 overs in.
England 190 for three. Once again, and uh, Milan goes again. What a beautiful sound of the ball off the bat. Dropped by a spectator, bending over the iron rails. But that has cleared the boundary over mid-wicket. And it's another six to the score. Milan moves to 87. Magala stays over the wicket yeah, yeah. to the left-hander. He guides it back with a point, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't need to run because it's along the floor. It's away for four. And there's just a little punch of the fist from Mo David Milan there. Now he takes his helmet off, raises that, and he's back towards the dressing room and the crowd. Milan has his third one-day international 100. England are 218 for three. Well, that's been a, a fine innings. It's been an innings of two parts. It's been one of where he's had to show a lot of guts and um, he showed a lot of experience where he wasn't quite timely, but he was still there. And then the acceleration, which came to light, Macca, and uh, as you said, he moves on to 103 off 106. It's been a fantastic partnership with his skipper. Mangala approaches the wicket, bowls right arm over, is turned in the onside, beats the mid-wicket fielder, and Joss Butler has 100. His 11th in one-day international cricket. He's 101 from 106 not out, 221 for three. 39 of the 50 overs gone on here on TalkSport 2. Yeah, well, for me, England's finest white ball player. You know, he... He's phenomenal, um, and he just gets better and better. He's been in fantastic form in this mini-series, and he's leading from the front, and sometimes the captaincy, it can be a burden, but for some, it elevates them. And for me, it's elevated Butler. He moves on to 101, and if he stays in, there's still 11 overs left. We all know what he can do in a shorter format of the game. So uh, it's exciting times for, for England listeners. In he comes once again. Swing and hit hard by Milan. Over long on and comes down on the umbrellas protecting the supporters from the sunshine. They need them from the cricket balls as well. And Gidi, well, that's an over he's not going to enjoy with any fondness whatsoever. He went cross-seam for that one. It just went cross-seam onto the middle of David Milan's bat. It is another six. And David Milan, who was scratching around earlier and finding it hard going, well, I'll tell you what, he enjoyed that one. 91 metres to take him to 111 from 110 balls. England at 237 for three. Power to add. Magala goes in, bowls an off break. Now uh, Milan has hit that up in the air. It's going to go down to the fine leg edge of the circle. And Klassen, the man with the gloves, runs back and takes the catch. Well, the fourth wicket is finally taken by South Africa, but not without... Huge, huge damage. Parnell goes in, it's a leg stumpish ball that Joss Butler gets hold of and smacks another one into the crowd for six. Butler goes to 120 from 116 balls. It's 263 for four. Right then, Shamsi to Butler. Stays over the wickets. Butler moves early to the leg side and plays this over square leg for six. From the moment that Shamsi started his run-up, Joss Butler knew what he was doing. He decided he was backing away. He knew where Shamsi was bowling that. And do you know what? That's virtually off the toe of the bat. And it still disappeared with 15 metres to spare for another boundary and another maximum six. Parnell goes in. It's down the leg side. Moen Ali helps it on its way to wide long leg. And it's a one bounce four. And the bounce 
was only a couple of metres inside the rope. Moen goes to 10 from 6, and it just keeps on coming. England 2-6-8 for 4. So Moen Ali for the next one stays in his crease and leathers it, way going backwards over long on for 6. Just do that, Mo. Forget about the one before. That will do nicely. Moen Ali goes to 18 from 10. It's 284 for four. Oh, that is a knee-high full toss. And Moen Ali, with that beautiful swoosh of the bat, oh. has sent it many, many a mile over square leg for six. Oh, yes, Moen Ali. There are a few better sights than seeing this man wield that bat. And that has gone many a mile. Giddy off-cutter to Moen Ali, who dances outside off stump and heaves it leg side. And that has gone flying all the way over the advertising hoardings into the photographer's pit over mid-wicket. That's another six. The England fans get to their feet to applaud what looked like a very, very unlikely total of over 300. Yet another one. Oh, my goodness me. Moeen didn't even bother to look. He just made contact, put his head down and started to walk up the wicket towards Joss Butler because that's gone as well. It has been sent. Return to sender. Zangidi is in. Oh, that is a beauty. Now, that is the way to do it. Moen Ali again tried to dance outside off stump, and the Yorker came in. Moen tried to get his front leg out of the way, actually nutmegged him, and plucked out his middle stump. That is excellent bowling. Wonderful return and comeback from Ngidi, but not before Moen Ali has done a serious chunk of damage to South Africa. Janssen to Butler, who steadies himself on, has absolutely drilled that straight into the hands of Aidan Markram at long on. Janssen got the ball full enough that Butler couldn't get underneath it, even though he was back on his stumps, couldn't get the elevation. He hit it hard, he hit it flat, but uh, that is a big breakthrough for South Africa. Smiles all round for them. And uh, this crowd here at the, uh, the Diamond Oval will be on their feet to the England captain, Joss Butler. 11 from 4, Sam Curran, he won't get any more. He won't add to those 11 runs because Marco Janssen has gone back to basics and hit the top of off stump. Curran uh, will make his way back, final ball of the 48. England 3-2-6 for 7. And it's... Uh, Magala, who has the honour, and he bowls a, a... Well, it's a bad, bad delivery, but that is a wonderful shot from Adil Rashid. It was a hip-high full toss, and he swayed inside the line of it and just helped it up over fine, very fine leg. Bounced off a couple of tin roofs and disappeared for six. Third man is up, fine leg is back. He decides to go leg side. Keeper! They will come back to two. It'll probably be a run out. Oh, no. Oh, no, that is, uh, that is straight from the village green. On all counts, really. England virtually walked the second run, expecting to be run out. The throw came in. Clarkson had all the time in the world just to gather the ball, take two strides towards the stump and take the bails off. He decided instead to flick it backhanded in the general direction of the stumps. Missed them by miles. And England got back for two. 3.46 for seven, then. Full ball-by-ball commentary of the third ODI, live and exclusively from Kimberley. Only on TalkSport 2. Welcome back. 
South Africa require 347 runs from 300 deliveries, just a smidge under seven runs and over from the outset. They have no Quentin de Kock at the top of the order. Reza Hendricks will be standing in for him. De Kock did not make it after damaging his thumb in the second ODI in Bloemfontein on Sunday. Uh, but South Africa will be feeling pretty confident. They uh, made relatively light work of that huge chase in Bloemfontein, a record at that ground on Sunday and uh, we'll be hoping they can pull off the trick a second time to bag themselves uh, a 3-0 win over England and of course 10 more points towards their qualification proper for October's World Cup in India. Chris Wokes with a new ball for England is in to South African captain Bavuma who's on the back foot defending that back of a length delivery that came out with a little bit more snap on it from the hand of uh, Chris Wokes short ball from Wokes that was a real drag down it wasn't intentionally short but I tell you what it was intentionally hit for six by Temba Bavuma bang the skipper carries on where he left off from Sunday yeah he's pounced on that just a drag down from Chris Wokes and Bavuma in the form he's in he showed in the last game has pounced on that and a as a fast bowler, if you get hit well in front of the square, it's not much on it. And he's hit that well in front of square. Met it very early. Good composure, good stature at the crease. Totley's in, and again, timing. Oh, he has timed the trousers off that, Temba Bavuma. No follow-through required, and he's just, just lent on it through the offside. Roy and Duckett in, uh, in hot pursuit. But even Boss Hogg couldn't have pulled that one back, Chute. <laughs> Fultos dealt with by Temba Bavuma. Huge gap between extra cover and mid-off, and he just placed it through there, easy as you like. Like taking candy from a baby, that, to a man in this sort of form. Yeah, it's a great shot there, isn't it? It's a freebie, low Fultos. Not going to miss out on that Bavuma in the form that he's in. Top the in, and uh, Bavuma, oh, it's sublime. It really is. Temba Vavuma just, again, just gets forward, just pushes forward, and then the hands come through in textbook style. Just at the point of contact, he opens up the blade a tiny bit to send it to the left of extra cover, and that has rattled away for another four. This is a man in top, top nick. Chris Wokes to start the uh, seventh over. Beautiful cover drive, this time from uh, Hendricks, and he doubles his score in one shot with a boundary four. He goes to eight. South Africa, 36 without loss after the first ball of the seventh over, trying to make 347 to win this game. Again, nothing behind that one, Harmy was there. Absolute throwdown. And uh, Hendricks, he's been scratchy, but he's not going to miss out on that. He's presenting the full blade. Pass extra cover, no chance. Close in. Works goodness. And it's another floated up ball outside of uh, off stump. And Bavuma hammers it through the covers. It was aerial for the first few metres, but it was in the gap all the way. And Wokes is over, comes to an end. It's gone for nine. He's bowled four overs for 22. And after seven overs here on TalkSport 2, the target seems incredible. It seems impossible. It's 347, but South Africa are making progress towards it. They're 41 without loss. Wokes is in. Bavuma hits it in the air and it's caught at mid-off. Topley takes the catch, slower ball, deceives Bavuma, and he just gets underneath it and spoons it to the edge of the 30-yard circle. England have their breakthrough, Bavuma goes for 35. 
South Africa 49 for Wong. Archer outside of Ostham, hammered through the uh, cover region by Hendricks. Stand and deliver and deliver four. 55 for one South Africa after uh, 10 overs. Hendricks has 18. Well, it's fair to say that the first 10 overs have gone a bit better for South Africa than they did for England. England at this stage, 20 for three. South Africa, 55 for one. Archer in again, straight. Oh, I'll tell you what, that's a brilliant response from Markram. Gets the front foot down the pitch, meets it, and drives it three metres to the onside of straight for a boundary. What a response that is, 66 for two. Van der Dussen. Five not out, waits for uh, Archer. Little bit uppish, and caught by Jason Roy at point. Archer has a wicket. Van der Dussen just never got properly over the top of that one. Opened the blade, caught at points, and England have their second. 62 for two, halfway through the 12th. Yeah, this, this can happen on a surface like this. New batsman in, just not quite getting the timing right. Bit of a nothing ball from Archer, a little bit short, a little bit wide. Rassi van der Zersen tries to attack it, and all he does is get it. He's a bit early on it. He tries to punch it off the back foot through the covers. Just mistimes it, gets the ball aerial, and Jason Roy diving two-handed to his left takes a fine catch. South Africa now 62 for two, and that's the end of the best one-day batsman or ODI batsman in the world currently. It's a little bit more of a floaty Yorker length delivery, and it's uh, Hendricks this time who has got forward and has just almost chipped this along the ground all the way to the boundary for four. 73 for two, South Africa. Yeah, it's this it's this kind of subtle skill that 18 months of the game, out of the game, you're not going to quite have. Archer running, he's trying to just roll his fingers over the ball, trying to get it into the surface and some grip, but he can't get it. He doesn't get his fingers right around it. In fact, it's a knuckleball that he's tried, tried to bowl. Just ends up looping up a little bit too full. And Hendricks is able to just punch it down the ground. Hendricks is going to get a couple, and he's going to get a couple more. That was uh, full and wide from Sam Curran and helped all the way to the boundary. Back a deep point. And uh, the 100 up for South Africa as well. The target, 3-4-7. They've got Hendricks at the crease, 49 not out. Start of the 18th over, 101 for two. Yeah, it's one of those cutters again from Sam Curran. Just had width, though. There you say Hendricks, he looked a little bit iffy at the beginning, giving himself time. But time he's given himself, and now he's, he's hitting the ball very nicely. 49 from 57. One away from 50, but he's reached a half century, has Hendricks, on his return to the South African ODI side. There's two 50 over matches internationally in 2022. He starts 2023 in good fashion. Shorts and smashed! What a shot that is uh, from Aidan Markram. It was in the slot, and he has helped it all the way. Well, we saw him uh, reach the boundary at Bloemfontein using much less power than that, but that was full-blooded, beautiful timing, and that's six runs uh, more to the score. Well, that's just dismissive, isn't it, with disdain. Front foot, Sam Curran again bowling one of those cutters, mix-up balls, and he's hit it well in front of square down to deep mid-wicket, 89 metres. And it's not a surprise, Markham's a very good player. I remember when he first burst on the scene, I think against Australia. Got 150, I think, in a test match, and everyone thought he would kick on. Yeah! Wow, that is an unfortunate way to go. Rashid will take it. But uh, Hendricks' innings has come to a close. Now, this was fired down the leg side, and as innocuous delivery 
as you can imagine. And uh, the batter has tried to clip it away to the leg side. He's missed. But essentially, he's left his legs open. The ball has hit the inner part of the leg, the top of the, uh, the batting pad, and deflected back onto leg stump. How many times have you seen that, Alex Tudor? Yeah, not too often. I know the school kids, kids at Kim Bolton, where a teacher would be saying that he's been pannered, but <laughs> the old nutmeg. But uh, that's a way to go. I mean, he was batting extremely well, was Reza Hendricks, and um, yeah, it's just sort of brushed the inside portion of his uh, left leg and gone onto the stumps. Won't matter for England at all. And Rashid, and uh, they get another wicket. South Africa, 112 for free. Neither of these guys have played the reverse sweep yet. But the normal sweep, the slog sweep, has come out from Clarsen. That's really well played. He was just waiting on a little bit of width, really. The ball pitched on off stump. He got his front leg out of the way, got down on the back knee, and then banged it over mid-wicket with a sort of semi-straight bat. A couple of bounces fought. Yeah, it's like he was waiting on a little bit of length, wasn't he? And it was quite full. Obviously, he's seen the ball turn prodigiously, but he just had enough, got close to the ball. Ball had height. And he was able to uh, dispatch that deep mid-wicket. It was a good shot. Slow ball, back of the hand this time from Cohen. And this time it's pulled wide of Moeen Ali at mid-wicket. Larson has got real power. And he had to do a lot of the work himself there because the pace had been taken off the ball by the bowler. And he clattered that along the ground through mid-wicket for four. Oh, Aidan Markham. He'll come in to watch shots like that. I can tell you. South Africa are on the charge here and Aidan Markram is leading it. That is a beautiful six straight over the head of Reese Topley. Bring back your opening bowler and this is how I'll treat him. You mentioned about the South African fans getting frustrated with Adrian Markram because his numbers don't stack to what his talent is. His talent hit the ball like that using the long levers that he has. Check drive straight back over the bowler's head comfortably off the side screen. Archer is in. Oh, he might have got one. Markham has skied this one up into the orange sky. It comes down, and Moen Ali is underneath it. And Markham goes for 39 from 35 balls. And nicely done by Jofra Archer. He comes back, he hits the deck hard. He's bowled two or three fuller balls, but with intent. And this one is a little bit shorter. Adrian Markham is just. Just leaning back and mentioned before about the talent of Adrian Markram giving away when he hits Reese Topley over his head for six the way he did to just literally lean back and hit one straight up in the air. Jofra Archer or even Joss Butler himself could have run over and caught that. Markram goes caught by Moen Ali, bold Jofra Archer for 39, South Africa 158 for four. Full ball-by-ball commentary of the third ODI, live and exclusively from Kimberley. And he bowled him! Only on TalkSport 2. Owen Ali around the wicket to the left-handed Miller. Miller sends him back over his head for six. Well, Miller's digging into Moen Ali here. Four from the first ball, and now six from the fourth. It was just a little bit too long. It was half volley length, and Miller has just crashed it back from where it came, all the way for the maximum. Archer bolts the Miller inside edge through to the keeper, and he's gone. Butler takes the catch, and Archer has done Miller for pace as much as anything else. That one was 90 miles an hour, nipping back in, takes the inside edge, 
between bat and body and Joss Butler takes the catch and that's a huge one as far as England are concerned 174 for 5 South Africa this is what you want from your first man Henrik Nokia did it in game one he came in in the middle period bowled fast hit the deck hard completely changed the context of the game Joffre Archer comes on Joss Butler asks him you've bowled four I want two possibly three max I want you to change this game break the partnership Rashid goes in Janssen has gone across his stumps and has tried to play it from outside off through square leg and has got an under edge that virtually rolls along the floor Joss Butler had no price of stopping it and it'll go away for four one nine three for five as Janssen goes to 12. It's a swing and a miss by Janssen. England are appealing for a court behind and Janssen's going to walk off because the umpire has raised his finger and once again he's trying to take a leg spinning ball from 10-15 centimetres outside of off stump over to the leg side and he's got a faint edge through to the keeper. Joss Butler takes it and that might be the wicket that breaks it for England. 1-9-3 for six as Janssen goes caught behind. Yeah, that's a huge wicket for England. Janssen, hugely talented batsman, good striker of the ball, but you can always tell when a batsman's struggling to pick the leg spinner, they want to sweep. Janssen's tried the reverse sweep a number of times with some success. This time it's the orthodox sweep. It just looks like a very skinny under edge. Butler knew straight away there was a decent noise. The umpire's given him, and off Janssen goes for 12 of 12 balls. South Africa... 193 for six now and yes I am still in England's camp Bucks again pulled dismissively so plenty of power again by Clarsen splits the field between deep square and deep mid wicket and to be honest as soon as the ball left the bat you knew where that was going over the boundary 206 for six South Africa yeah another very good shot from Clarsen and he looks like he fancies Wokes here first shot stands up off the back foot knocks it back Pass the bowler for four, this time just stands and swivels on it. Wokes tries to roll his hands over the ball, bowling an off-cutter. Klassen straight onto it, drags it down a little bit, Chris Wokes. Klassen straight onto it, puts it away beautifully. And that is a beautifully timed shot by Heinrich Klassen. Past extra cover. And all the way to the boundary for four. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, incredible shot that. Straight away after drinks from Klassen. You feel that, South Africa's hopes lie on him going a long way taking the team team very very deep and with shots like this he's got every chance off the back foot stands up tall hits it very straight dug in and pulled beautifully from uh, Parnell that tells you a lot about the pace of the track really we'll take four runs and whilst it didn't look quite as uh, comfortable doing so kind of threw everything at it didn't he um wasn't quite in control all along the ground and away for four yeah I mean another good shot and you can tell that say the pace in the wicket is well in front of square isn't it full shot straight out the middle he knew straight away as soon as he had hit it got all of it it's another delivery from Topley is dug into this pitch Parnell swivels and pulls again Brook will try and chase this down running from deep square but he's giving it up and it's another four to the score. 220 for six. Yeah, this is uh, poor bowling this time from Topley. Just dragging it down. Cross seamer, hoping that the ball's going to either stick in on the seam and 
stand up, but all it does is really stand up and wait to be hit. Parnell does exactly that. Steps back and lofts this uh, off-break high into the sky and into the posh seats. Three boundaries from the over and South Africa's intent is clear and that's a touch of class. Touch of class and a touch of power. He's always waits on the back foot and he's still able to get it up and over. Long off for six. That's the power of these guys now. Doesn't matter. Boundaries are not There's big enough. A little enough. bit of fortune there. Pitched up a touch from Chris Wokes. Driven by Parnell. And a healthy edge it flies through vacant first slip. And away for four. Yeah, England got to be slightly careful here. The ball's just pinging around. Klaassen playing some very, very good shots. But Parnell has come in. Just brought a little bit of impetus. I don't think England bowled particularly well at him. Maybe taking their foot off the gas slightly. He's managed to get a couple of pull shots away. This bit streaky and outside edge. Wokes trying to roll his fingers over the ball. An off cutter. Goes quite full. Parnell just gets the edge past Butler. Moeen Ali has uh, been brought back into the attack. And he has been smashed down the ground for four. Sam Curran, diving from long on, may have stopped the ball from hitting the boundary. I'm not sure he has, though. We'll have to have a little look upstairs. But that's a statement of intent. And uh, there's a risky shot from Klaassen there. He exposed his uh, front pad down on the sweep. If he misses that, that's out. But he didn't. Connects well. Again, sweet timing from the bat. Klaassen moves to 58. And South Africa, 242 for six. Final ball of the over it is in. As Curran is in, this is pitched up, it's full and driven. That is uh, laced through the covers, all the way for four. And they do get the boundary from the over. 90 now needed, 72 balls to get them in, four wickets in hand. And two set batters at the crease. Rashid is in, and oh my word, that's a magnificent shot straight down the ground from Parnell. Anything you can do, Heinrich Klaassen, I can do just as well, if not better. That is hit straight as a die. Frozen rope, as they say in the golf game. It's bounced off the side screen for six. Wow, what a way to finish that over from Adil Rashid. Rashid in again, Klaassen shuffles across his crease. Rashid is a little bit short, and that has been belted. Absolutely belted out of the ground by Klaassen. South Africa, the team may well believe, but the fans believe it. They're up on their feet, and uh, they think there's another shot coming here. It means business, Butch. He, as you said, he's belligerent. He's dismissive. He's gone back in his crease, back and across, and he just watches it as it sails out of the ground. Deep mid-wicket, get the elevation, got up and underneath it, 98 metres. New ball, please. Archer comes at gliding in again to Klaassen. It's a short ball, slow ball, short ball, and he has picked out Ben Duckett. Joss Butler rolled the dice, he went for Archer. Archer salutes as a, by way of celebration. Klaassen has picked out Ben Duckett, it was a slow ball bumper. And uh, Ben Duckett diving forward at deep backward square leg takes the catch and that has knocked the wind out of the South African supporters' sails and no mistake. Comes Rashid. Big leg spin and there was a noise, there was a noise. Magala starts to walk off, yes. He does take the wicket. It was a bit of a swipe in truth from uh, Magala. 
Not entirely sure where he was trying to hit it, but the leg break turned viciously again, took a very fine outside edge. There's the, the gentleman in the, uh, the cut-off shirt with the Spurs tattoo. He's looking much happier with life. Joss Butler takes the catch, and Adil Rashid finishes off his evenings and tours work by picking up a second wicket with his very last ball of ten. Priceless. Oh, 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 Joffa Archer. It's five. Five wickets for Archer in only his second game back. And my goodness me, the man is a thoroughbred. It doesn't take him long to get the dancing shoes back on and start tapping out a brilliant rhythm for England. He has looked absolutely a cut above this evening with ball in hand for uh, the three Lions. That's the end of Parnell. His defiant resistance is over. Stumps all over the place as he tried to cut it through the offside. The ball had hit the stumps before the bat came down. He was done for pace. And Joffre Archer celebrates. We'll be seeing a bit more of that should he stay fit. Ball gone, six for Archer. It is a superb return for uh, England's man who's been in the wilderness, Joffre Archer. Walking the dogs, I think he's got six dogs. He's got six wickets to go along with them tonight. Terrific performance from him. Magnificent batting from Joss Butler. A wonderful, wonderful hundred, showing great perseverance and experience from Dawid Milan. England will come back from South Africa with something to show for it in terms of results, but I think as Matt Pryor and, and Steve Harmison will tell you, that they will come back with more than that. Yes, they've lost the series, but uh, a lot of players have uh, shown that they are very much up for the fight, or at least coming back from injury, or at least getting miles in their legs. And uh, Josh Butler and Matthew Mott, when they sit back with Rob Key and talk over what's gone on here and how they want to go about the Bangladesh trip and how they want to go about the continuing preparations for the World Cup. We'll have a lot of ticks to put next to a lot of names after this one. Big thanks to the commentary team, Mark Butcher, Andrew McKenna, uh, as well as Jared Kimber, Matt Pryor, Alex Tudor and Steve Harmison uh, bringing you uh, all the action from Kimberley as England rounded off the series with a big win. Uh, it was a, a fantastic three matches to be bringing you on TalkSport 2 and we will be bringing you two test matches in February. England travel to New Zealand, so that will be broadcast on TalkSport 2 as well. But for now, thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 